How are we all doing? Uh, yeah, very good. I'm feeling a bit ill. I've been feeling ill. Everyone's been feeling ill. Um, well, I'm not feeling sick. I feel wonderful. I just exercised very vigorously. Demons or um, just actually exercising? <laughs> yeah. Is that your first pun? Uh, yeah, my, my first joke. With your with words did over you, five letters long. Did you know that you've made a pun, or do you think you exercise demons? I know <laughs> what a pun is, guys. <laughs> you definitely spelled emperor with two O's when describing the last podcast. I went into the Instagram and fixed it. Don't worry, oh I'm here all week. I should know how to spell that, because an incredibly embarrassing thing happened to me at school. Basically, me and my first girlfriend... Oh, this is really embarrassing. I was 15 years old, and we gave each other's parts nicknames and it was kind of like cute and like I named her boobs and stuff and, blah, blah. Um, and we named mine my member um, and it was all very innocent but when we broke up she told fucking everybody that I had nicknamed my penis the emperor <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Butterflies on the Wheel, where life's array of unsung bastards are finally held accountable for their actions. This week, two of us will present a real-life person they've encountered who's been guilty of some form of mild shithousery. As this week's judge, I will decide who's presented the most convincing case and the winner will have the right to compete again in next week's podcast. The offences we report here are all the more criminal because they are not recognised as crimes. But that stops with us. My name is Raku Keshavan and this week I'm joined by two experts in the field of getting annoyed by things they have no right to be annoyed by. <laughs> um, Jack Gardner. Hello. And Sebastian Hendra. Hello, everyone. Nice. Unnecessary. <laughs> Just clean. It's nice and clean. You said that, was such a, said that was such a glint in your eye. It's been a rough week, like, globally. Things are really bad in the world right now, so since, we just have to be nice. Since about 2016, I am entirely convinced that we are living in a simulation. And I'll tell you why. What, have you guys ever played The Sims? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. What? Well, shut the fuck up. What happens? <laughs> what happens at the end of a Sims game? Do you just turn it off? No. You kill the whole family. <laughs> you, you put people in pools and you take out the ladder. You build a wall around them and watch them shit themselves and then die. And that's what the aliens are doing. I mean, this is something actually that I think about literally every single day. I don't know why no one's talking about it. Like, no matter what we do, the sun's gonna explode in five hundred million years. It's why is no one worried about that? <laughs> Where are we gonna go? We're not gonna be it's, here in five years. We might years. be. It's more I than might be here. Years. I'm getting cryogenically frozen. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like tomorrow. The boiling sun will not unfreeze me. <laughs> I think Sebastian's probably won some kind of like high school competition for most likely to be fr- cr- for most likely to be cryogenically frozen. <laughs> the rules are simple. One, no more than three minutes for opening arguments. Two, the crime must be trivial. Leave Mohammed bin Salman to the actual courts, although in Saudi Arabia, he's the fucking prince. (laughs) Maybe not those courts. And three, the punishment must fit the crime. I'm surprised the Saudi Saudi courts seem so legitimate in my... That's so fair. For this week's coin toss, we are apparently tossing my very dirty slipper. Who wants to call? I want blue. Well, you can't... But I, I've been through this a million fucking times, you idiot. I won the last week, so therefore it's not your... Oh. oh. So I call the yellow. Right. But I, w- I would like blue. I want... Well, I don't Let care. Let the court show that I would like blue. It doesn't matter if you would like blue, because I want the yellow. Hmm. It's blue. Good. Un- <laughs> I like how... What was... happened then? Me and Sebastian just looked off at each other, like my two old blind Dachshunds fighting over a piece of ham. Just like... <laughs> stu- we could have stood there for hours, just... Yes. 
You will literally never win a staring game ever. You're not gay enough. No. Gay is famously famous for not blinking. (laughs) Um, I'll go first because I always go first because I'm amazing. Do you want a diamond? Oh, no, I assume the Nazi over here would be timing me. I will time you, yes. Okay, today I want Three to Three talk... seconds in. <laughs> today I want to talk about nicknames. Um, instead of beginning, as usual, with a defense of my character, I'd like to first submit a piece of evidence illustrating the depths of my suffering. The court will accept as Exhibit A a series of Facebook posts, which I will not read aloud in their entirety, But let the record show that the gist is generally that my hilarious comedian father wrote a funny post and some moron responded with the following snark. This is Dave. Try regurgitated, as I'm going down for the third time. I hate the word reiterate. Just say iterate. If I can get all to understand reiterate is the worst use of iterate, I'd leave this world happy. Now, it's clear to me that Dave is not well. So I sensitively and empathically enter the picture and reply... Dave, you should probably lower your Adderall dosage and learn to use commas. To which Dave replies, thanks, Sebastian. How is your, quote, they named me Sebastian, unquote, work coming along in therapy? Now, honestly, that's pretty good. But now I'm, I'm reiterating this exchange to demonstrate my plight as the owner of a noble yet widely disparaged name like Sebastian. When you're beautifully named, as no one in this room will understand, people really try to have their way with you. Which brings me to the crime I'd like to report today. Nicknaming without consent. Now, last summer I was seeing a guy who, like many British people, automatically took to calling me Seb. I didn't stop him immediately because, you know, want to be chill and have sex. But I did let him know that, actually, my real nickname is Bash. That's what my family call me. Note, I did not give him permission to call me this either because he is not my family. And they call me Bash because they think Seb sounds like an acronym for some kind of skin disease. Anyway, it was early dating days and I didn't want to mess things up, so I let it slide over and over. And then at a party a few weeks later, this boy met my sister Lucy, with whom I'm fairly close, as my many fans will know. Lucy defends my nickname more vehemently than I do, perhaps because she's afraid of being associated with skin diseases, rightly so. (laughs) At some point, this boy calls out to me at the party as Seb, and even Sebby, I think. After a few Sebbies, Lucy could no longer contain herself, so she marches right up to the criminal and says, His name is Bash, not Seb. And without skipping a beat, this boy whips around and counters, Yeah, well, he likes it when I call him that, babe, so you better get used to it. Now, obviously there's a deeper crime at play here, aka attempting to step to my sister, but I believe the trivial crime is much more damaging. How many have suffered at the hands of maniacs who believe they can determine someone's identity with their nifty little epithets? How many times have young white men like myself been teased and tortured by the sonic jabs they feel when they hear their names mutilated? So for the crime of insisting on calling me by my name in a shortened form without my explicit consent, I condemn this young butterfly of a man before the court and counsellors today. Judge, thank you very much. It's always confrontation with you. There's always some form of confrontation with all of your stories. It's weird, because I'm not a confrontational person. Said no one ever. (laughs) What the fuck are you saying? But yeah, like... It's they're often well-meaning though, but I think it's also like a really like English thing, isn't it? Like you guys give people yeah. nicknames all the fucking time. Incredibly, incredibly English. Yeah. Um. So again, hmm, you seem to be attacking my culture. <laughs> no, I mean usually I'm praising your culture before I attack it. Yeah. Uh, in this case, I'm just attacking it. Well, it's a nice, um, it's a refreshing 
Refreshing yeah. development. Well, no, like, honestly, Seb doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, but Sebi um, is disgusting. Sebi is like Libby. Sebi is disgusting. He actually called me Sebi during sex, and I, oh, like, oh. I, I almost just stopped right there. What the just fuck? Got right off of there. Have you never um, told him that it's disgusting? Are you still talking about the name? <laughs> um, but no, it's, I, I mean... It, Growing up in America, Sebastian is actually a really rare name. So I used to be pretty special when I was growing up. Like I ah. used to have, I used to be like quite a beautifully named yeah. But unicorn. over here, they haven't like left the 18th century in some places. We so yeah, like Sebastians. Sebastians in England and like all over the world are dimes a dozen. But what we're doing is we're peeling back the layers of Sebastian and, and his personality. I never want to hear that sentence again. <laughs> because now we're seeing he's a very specially named child. He always was. Always Beautifully very... named. Beautifully yeah. named. Gave you a sense of importance, a heightened sense of importance from infantship. Infantship? infantship. infantship. <laughs> Rightly deserved. Pay See, I that. never had to deal with this because everybody butchers my name. Yeah. So... What do you mean? I've never heard anyone do that. <laughs> Ragu Campbell Soup. <laughs> you have been workshopping it. That's much better. Anyway, I could I could understand that kind of bullshit coming from Dave, but Seb and Sebi. I mean, the guy was Irish too, so like already got some. I was rooting for you in the Irish bloke. He's crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it actually it basically ended when I heard Sebi that one time in the bedroom. Oh, oh Sebi, get, get on top for a change. <laughs> you bastard. Mr. Jack Gardner, would you like to step forward? Let me just step. <coughs> that is disgusting. Your dock points already. Sup, fools. And again. <laughs> so hateful. He's two for two. <laughs> uh, as you know, I recently travelled to New York. Now, Sebastian, New York is a city in America, which is its a bit of a hidden treasure, actually. It's known colloquially by citizens of New York, or New Yorkites, as the big red apple. It's actually a really, really interesting place, Sebastian. Loads of buildings. Like, on a, you can't even imagine it. Like, easily over 100. Anyway, I could go on and on explaining it all to you, Sebastian. But, but for, suffice to say, if you ever follow in my footsteps and visit New York yourself one day, um, I'd be more than happy to sit down with you and share my insider knowledge with you. My name is Seb, actually. <laughs> So before I stepped foot inside those big famous yellow buses or took a trip to Fenway to watch the New York Dodgers while eating a famous New York cheesesteak, I had to travel, which Rebecca and I elected to do by plane, which, as proven by Sebastian's story on episode 6, is a hotbed of trivial crime. I honestly have no idea why. The format seems so great. I mean, what is so aggravating about sitting with your knees to your chin in a tube full of recycled farts for eight hours, travelling at speeds we were not built to cope with, surrounded by the worst type of animal on the fucking planet? I literally have seven potential stories for this podcast from this one flight. Here is one of them. Halfway through the flight, I'm sat with a laptop, editing this podcast, as a matter of fact. Editing it absolutely perfectly, if I do say so myself. I can't use the tray in front of me because the guy in front has pushed his seat all the way back. So it's on my lap, and I need to use the touchpad frequently. And the only way that I can do this is by putting my elbows right back on my armrests and kind of arching my wrists. Listeners, imagine a T-Rex's arms. You're there. So I'm, I'm working away, and all of a sudden I feel something simultaneously on both of my elbows. Two socked feet. I am, I'm revolted. But, but at the time, I assumed the best in this person sat behind me. I assumed they had made a mistake. So I gently moved my elbows forward and then back to let them know that they had in fact landed on a living being. What I was not expecting was their reaction, which was to push 
back <laughs> and burrow in. I feel this woman's feet wriggle to get purchase until they settle in a position which clamps my elbows between their big toe and the rest of their toes. Okay? So obviously <laughs> obviously this person deserves to be burnt, right? But but I realise only when writing up this story that I had previously overlooked a major element of the crime. So let's just, for the sake of argument, accept that putting your socked feet on the chair in front of you on a crowded plane so you assume the same position as someone getting a gynaecological exam is an acceptable thing to do. Done. I was in the aisle seat. Do you know what this means? If I was in the middle seat and you start rooting around to try and find a holder for your feet and you come across an elbow, you would be forgiven for thinking it was just part of the seat, a miscellaneous metal rod. But I was in the aisle seat. She was in the aisle seat. She had a clear view of my armrest and therefore a clear view of my elbow, which, as previously mentioned, was pressed right back on the armrest due to my T-Rex posture. She is using my elbow deliberately <laughs> as her own personal toe separator. Jesus. I armrest my case. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, at least she was wearing socks. You'd be Fuck fair. off. No, I'm just I, saying. You, like, you, you brought up the thing about socks. Like, you emphasized it. I thought it would be much worse if she wasn't wearing socks or if she was wearing shoes. I don't know about that. Sweat-drenched yeah. socks are... What, do you, not... want, do you want direct sweat? Like, you want, like, sweat-drenched I mean, kind of feet? Wanna, I want to know that it's come from the source. I, d I don't want it to just be communicated through these filthy fibers rooting around. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really relate to this crime because I am usually in first class. Um, so I can't, I can't actually It's, it's because he's named feel, Sebastian. Yes. I can't feel, I mean, they just tell me to sit there when I, get on, when I get on. Has there been an episode where any of us have come off better than the people that we've suggested? <laughs> I think maybe one? I really don't think so. Sebastian, please continue. You complete well, twat. Anyway, I, mean, I, I can't relate to this crime personally. I can empathise, of course, um, in the way that I empathise with you know people who don't have fresh drinking water halfway across <laughs> the world. Um, but I do... I do I do understand <laughs> how distressing... Abstract. In the abstract, you understand how distressing it might be to be touched by a stranger. I Exactly. With my the, uh, the large part of my brain devoted to empathy. You understand the concept um, of empathy, but you just don't subscribe I, to it personally. Well, I choose not to act altruistically right. on it. Right, yeah. right. To anyone's benefit except mine. <laughs> Usually ends in a severed head. I, I also do like think that the, the, the real crime is the pushback. Because yes. I've, I've that sat, was my train of thought. I've, I've sat like that. Like, I mean, I have short legs. I'm a small person. Like, right. I enjoy flights quite a lot because I don't get cramped because, like, the seats are big enough for me. They're, they're, not, they're built for normal-sized people. Well, whoop-de-fucking-do. Yeah, I know. But as listeners <laughs> can imagine... Suck to be you. I'm a six-foot-eight stacked fucking <laughs> hero, and it's very difficult for me to use words often. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that you're satisfied with the current regulation size airplane seat. No, I'm not. Uh, That's I'm, a good I'm not, point. I'm not That's that, what you just said. That's I'm a trivial not, crime in itself. I'm not satisfied by it. I enjoy the pain it causes others that it doesn't cause me. You work for oh, the Oh, it's Schadenfreude. Um, is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Of course, the typical crime is the elbow shuffle. Right, Ooh, which yeah. I am always, I just like, I never even play it. I always put my elbows up on the front so like we don't have to play that game, you know, of jostling. Mm. So what, you can share? Um, 
Yeah, because if it one, there's the there's room enough for everyone, um, despite the despite. I the, mean, not really. I don't know how the fuck you sit like this throughout the whole. Yeah, mate, just like a gentle a gentle nudge upward of the elbow leaves space near the back of the armor. Anyway, I, I don't want to explain physics to you, um, but <laughs> you don't have the time or the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> So that was that was that was the chat. I thought, we had, I thought we had a decent chat. That was the chat. That was the chat. I think now we're going to move on to some light merriment. <laughs> I think you should leave all Agenda of item two. Uh, item three. Uh, we should actually really make a list. It would help. It would help me. Oh, you have made a list. I haven't looked at several it. times. Literally every week. Literally. You ask for I'm a sorry. List. I actually have a job. No, no, but what? so do we. Oh, but I mean, Sebastian excluded. <laughs> I have a. Well, no. I've got this on your behalf. <laughs> we as a collective we also have things to do. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Sorry, That's mate. it. That was you I mean, I was I was I was clenching up. I was ready for something big. <laughs> cool. But no, can we have uh punishments, gents? Um so this punishment was a collaboration between Lucy and myself. Um so when he does find love this this little Irish boy and settle down and meet the in-laws. Lucy and I condemn him to always mispronouncing each and every one of their names at significant family occasions <laughs> so that they never truly accept him as a member of the family. It just like always will keep him on the outside, you know? Ooh, and yeah, and he'll true. probably think that's because he's the gay husband, but it's not. It's just because he can't pronounce words. <laughs> Mr. Jack Gardner, can we have your punishment? Every single day of her life, from now on, a stone gets caught in her shoe. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. I so, like she, that. I, mean, I mean, it's easily removable, but yeah. it happens every day. Very trivial. But, yeah. you, can, but you can also just, just imagine, like, her looking up to God, <laughs> being like, why is this happening every day? Yeah. <laughs> it won't <laughs> stop. <laughs> what message are you sending me? What are these little pebbles? I've weighed your stories and found you both fucking wanting. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, I've deliberated. Jack, I liked your story. Um, I, I especially like the description of your T-Rex pose because it makes me giggle. I think that the woman sitting behind you, was it a woman? Yes. Not that that matters. No, it doesn't. But Not that that matters. I just wanted to be like accurate. Um, fucking lunatic. Absolutely vile. Um, but I think I think Sebastian edges you on general hilarity and also the fact that <laughs> See, it's, like, it's not like, a visual medium, Sebastian. <laughs> Nobody could say you're funny. That's something to Sebastian's making hand gestures at me in response to Ragu saying that <laughs> yeah. he is funnier than me. It actually was mostly a response to the phrase "Sebastian edges you," which just made me <laughs> think about sexually edging you. We've it was also that. followed by We've... on hilarity and the fact that he collaborated. On this project, which bonus points? Surely that's negative. Um, you no, you're a shit. I'm judge. a communist. Fuck you. Judge, thank you. I accept this award. Yeah, Sebastian mm. wins. What? Oh, <laughs> um, I do think that your punishment was very good. Was it pretty. Was very, it was good. It was, it was diabolical. Good. I, I, I really was liked into it. it. But because also, the the domino effect. Every fucking day. Mm. Every like day. Crazy. And you know what yeah. I'm noticing is that we devise the those sustained psychologically damaging punishments for these one-off trivial crimes mm. because 
that's what you deserve. Yeah. If you do yeah. something as like singularly filthy as yeah. towing someone's elbow yeah. on a shared like building in the sky, like <laughs> yeah. for eight hours straight, she's just gonna get away with it. What were you gonna do? Call over the stewardess and be like, her toe jam is on me? That's like, what she did do. I mean, like, I think I think the way I settled it was I sort of held my ground, pushed back a little bit, but ultimately she's gonna keep on doing it. I didn't. I don't have the balls to turn around to her. And that's obvious. I mean, you no, you, you are weak. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that. You can't turn around and like pick a fight with a stranger on a plane. Like, no, it's nuts. Uh, actually, you can. I mean, you can. You can. You're American. And, and I'm... tune in next week for Sebastian's tale of getting into a fight with someone on a plane. As I said, I always have a private cabin. Yours is basically you've just attacked an ex. Yeah, which I think is actually is pretty risque. Yeah. I think I got I, risque. And I think it's quite uh, prophetic in some ways because next week we are having my girlfriend onto the podcast. Mm, Who is definitely not here right now. No, definitely not here right now. Who is probably going to be my ex after the next one. She's going to straight up break up with you on the podcast. Because I... I... Can't take criticism? No. (laughs) (laughs) End of episode. (laughs) We also have... A new feature? Yeah, we got a new feature this week. Yeah, we got a new feature this week. Uh, we, we we thought it would be nice to balance out all of the the general shittiness of the world. And our podcast. And our podcast, <laughs> which adds to that gratuitously. Um, by nominating one... Butterfly. Someone who did something good in the world. And as this week's winner, Sebastian Hendra has the privilege of nominating our very first Butterfly. So the other week I was moving into my apartment in Hackney... And I use FreeCycle to furnish, like, everything because it's amazing. You just, like, take people's shit. I go over to this woman's house and I was picking up, like, one of those Billy bookcases. You know, the most bought IKEA piece of furniture ever. And I asked her before I went, like, will I be able to carry it back across the park by myself? Um, And she was like, yeah, yeah. Basically implying, like, if you're a man, you can do it. And so naturally I was like, "Mm, I'm a big, strong man. And I went over and it was gigantic. It was, like, eight (laughs) shelves Um, And so I pick it up and I'm like, struggling the whole way back, praying that someone will stop and help me. And these two angel hipsters who literally worked at a fried tofu restaurant, Temple of Satan, great name. These two angels stop and are like, uh, do you want some help? And I was like, yes, (laughs) And then they helped me carry the whole, the the thing, I mean, it wasn't, it was like five minutes, but they helped me carry it back to my apartment and they laughed at all of my jokes on the way back. Uh, Amazing. More more than we do. Uh, Yeah. yeah. For once, somebody appreciates me. So well done them. Yeah. Well Well done. done. Well done. Thank you. um, Angels of Satan. Yeah. I don't know their names. I assume they're... Jimberly or something. Jimberly and... Jimberly and Cressida? Cressida. Watercress. Jimberly and Cressida. Watercress. Jimberly and Watercressida, this episode is dedicated to you. Nice. That's all we have time for this week. Thank you for listening. Follow us on all of our various social media platforms. On Instagram, it's Butterflies Podcast. On Twitter, it's Butterflies Pod. And we also have a Gmail account, which is where you guys can send in any stories that you might have to us and we can read them on the podcast. And that's butterfliespodcast at gmail.com. Nice. Crowdsourcing. I like it. <laughs>